0: what's up everybody welcome back to the run your mouth podcast we are somewhat on schedule back with a monday episode still spending too much time at home crafting all sorts of run your mouths and we didn't do this morning because i got distracted but i was doing all sorts of push-ups with the weighted vest on i did a lot of push-ups it was a lot of fun all right anyways luckily you listen to this show and uh you know what take a time why don't you actually go to uh, itunes give a five-star review a six-star review tell your friends about the show leave us a nice note spam your loved ones because thankfully since you listen to this show you get to live in the future and celebrate being right we've done it once again you get to parade around with your premium swimmers not living in fears of domestic terrorism or viruses that fauci purchased from china you've been right on so many things You've sat through so many Thanksgiving meals, people are bringing up all sorts of stupid horseshit, and you go, I'll listen to Run Your Mouth, I'll fight you on this, and you've been right over and over again. And you know why you've been right? While all these other people who are constantly wrong, constantly running their mouths, but with bad takes, bad opinions, that's why all these people are dying their hair blue, thinking about being the other gender, it's because for the last four or five years, they've gotten every single thing wrong. They were yelling that Donald Trump's a Russian asset. They were yelling that our country's been overrun by racists. They've been yelling that our capital was overtaken on January 6th by domestic terrorists and that the FBI door team wasn't on site opening up the doors for them. People have been outraged about all sorts of things. They said you couldn't come to Thanksgiving if you're not wearing a mask, if you're not gonna get yourself readily boosted, And make sure that your kids are boosted too and your pregnant wife is boosted as well. You can't come here and eat apple pie. And you know what? People are forced to reckon with the fact that they've been wrong over and over and over again. And that's why they think about changing genders. They're like, maybe if I was a lady, I wouldn't be wrong on every single thing in my life. And they test the waters. You know, everyone with their blue hair now, you give it three more years, they're gonna be swapping their genders and they're gonna find out that they were wrong about that as well. But you know how you know what the treatment is? It's listening to this show. It's sharing it with your friends. It's your commitment that on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. and sometimes 530 p.m. because we got distracted for six and a half hours. You get your daily. Well, three times a week dose of run your mouth so that you can live in the future and celebrate being right. Right. Uh, and what we really need to figure out as a society, and it's something that I've yelled at yelled out about multiple times, and I'm sure I'll continue to yell about it again, is how do we get the information sooner? Why is it that we have to go through years of bullshit of being lied to, of people being arrogant and people trying to force things down our throat? People going, hey, if we can't properly prosecute domestic terrorism in this country, if we can't properly watch every single aspect of every little thing that's going on on the internet, if we can't give you strikes, if we can't remove posts, if we have honest information, the seeds of racism will grow so large that we won't have a democracy, that our Capitol building will be overrun. The nonsense that we had to listen to, and we all knew it was nonsense this whole time, and it takes so, and it's always after the fact. It's like once, you know, they, they, they tried pushing the domestic terrorism thing and having the Mary Poppins lady control the internet. And, you know, they lost some of these battles because of the good people like me sharing honest information. Uh, and, you know, you guys being able to celebrate in the future, being right, showing up to family meals and laying some truth down their throats while they try and eat apple pie. But it's always after the fact that this information comes out. You know, it's like all your friends are planning some, like, trip to the Caribbeans or something. There's a big-time bachelor party, and you didn't want to go. You didn't want to go. Finally, you decide, you know what? If my whole peer group is going, what the fuck? Why not actually leave my apartment? And then you buy your plane ticket, and then you call up your friends. They go, oh, yeah, we canceled that trip. And it's like, now you tell me? That information doesn't help anymore. It's already 24 hours after the fact that I booked the thing. And we all know what it's like when you try and call customer service to get your plane ticket money back. They're not giving you back your plane ticket money. We all know these things. But it's always after the fact. It's always once the information is useless. When we all were clouded and argued about stupid bullshit for three, four, five years that they finally give us the true information. And you don't get to shove it down people's throats. So we either need an amendment in place where one... The information just somehow comes out quicker because the delay, the delay, the stall, the delay, the delay, the delay, the delay, stall, or what, what I, I was trying to build this down the line, but we need to somehow archive, you know, all these people and everything they say. Maybe you bring a stenographer to your Thanksgiving meal this time and you record all the stupid bullshit that was said now. So that two, three years from now, when the next piece of information actually comes out, you can go, nope, you definitely said that. That's what we need. We need more enforcement, even in casual situations of you are... Unbelievably wrong about all these topics before. So shut your stupid mouth and eat the pie and listen to me this time. That's what my family meal should be like. Everyone just sits down. I'm gonna give a lecture and tell you all why you're wrong on everything. But you know, once again, the information finally drip, drip, drips. You finally get to see it. And uh, whatever. It's already three, four years later, and nobody gives sh- shit anymore. Uh, with that said, I'd love to meet some of the people working in their little basement layers. Every single autistic person's got their own little superpower. And that's what's fun about the internet sleuths and what you just put this information out there and then some people start to start digging in. We talked about this a little bit on the the last part of the problem, which I, I think is out already. Um, at first, I wasn't too impressed with some of the new January 6 tapes that came out. And the, uh, the reason being was we had already seen a lot of footage of people calmly walking around the building. I had joked more than once it was people, they're taking a mall tour, going for a mall walk, no big deal, right? And we had already seen a lot of the calmness. I think the very interesting storylines are going to be the things of agent Pro- provocateurs, who was pulling down the buildings... Were cops on their posts, Were doors just opened, how casual was some of the experience of people who are rotting in jail. And later in the episode, we'll get through uh, some of the best videos. If you guys have not wasted your last three days just watching what's been posted on Twitter, uh, you might not be familiar. There are a couple bombshells. And uh, hopefully as more of the footage comes out, you'll get more of these people just sitting at home, working their computers Running things through all sorts of following footage, seeing what kind of people took acting classes, who's worked at the FBI's. And hopefully we'll showcase just how evil the storyline was, that they tried to convince us that there's an uproar of domestic terrorism in this country looking to undermine our democracy. On that note, who wants to take a field trip? If if you're actually good, I don't know if you got like some sort of a uh, detective background and you're particularly good with footage and that kind of stuff. Apparently, you can make you can book an appointment for like direct access to like the computer that's got all the stuff on it. Because the way they have it online right now is it's pretty annoying. You gotta like click on each video individually, and I'm sure at some point you'll get some of these like uh, video editors come in. They'll add their sound packages. They'll add fake conversations between people. You'll end up with like just unbelievable storylines of what was actually taking place on January 6th. But uh, I don't know if someone wants to, if someone's actually good at this stuff, Wants to sift through some of it, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Maybe we can uh, do a remote segment, courtesy of YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Where, uh, you know, go load up. If you're going to go spar with your family at Thanksgiving meals, you got to go to YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Or YoDelta.com. You get the little vape pens or the gummies. Get yourself super stoned. Uh, if you live in one of the states where it's legal, it's over the age of 21. They ship it right to your door. But uh, I'm thinking that maybe I'd like to take myself a little field trip. Maybe actually explore these computers, see the January 6th footage for myself. All right, let's take a couple comments here. Uh, we've got Ofer Nav, Nave, Navi? I don't know. Guy's been around a long time. What's up, dude? It feels good to be right and lonely. I'm okay with that. John Smith, good evening, Robbie. Good evening to you. Lazy Eye Bear coming in with the fire. And Goy Little, Robbie, what is your thermostat set at cold? I don't have the heat on. It's too early. It's too early for the heat. You gotta you gotta groove into winter. You gotta, you gotta relax into it, everybody. All right, let's see uh what else we got lined up for today's show. Here's today's topics. Will San Francisco's homeless be coming home for the holidays? It's a juicy one. Are they gonna stay in whatever internment camps they got sent to or uh, now that Z has gone, they're coming back? Next is Israel called the US with an urgent need for a command center it can place under a hospital. Next up, we have coverage of Nancy Pelosi's wardrobe picks for staging an insurrection. You know, you need something that you can pretend like you're panicked about, but still look good for the TV cameras. It's not that easy. And, you know, sometimes you got to wonder if you're ever going to stage an insurrection, you ain't got that Nancy Pelosi insider trading money, what you might be able to find in your local wardrobe that might fit the bill. Next, why Chinese children are piling into panda costumes trying to get U.S. zoo visas. And then lastly, why Argentina was ready to elect a total potty mouth. All right, let's get into it. First is we've got the end of the Z negotiations with Biden. I believe it's the end of them. I haven't heard more about them. Uh, So I believe it's the end of it. And, uh, you know, if you're wondering how it went and what our relationship with China might look like in the future, I saw this was from Reuters. We're back to direct, open, clear, direct communication on a direct basis, Biden said. The direct line between Biden and Z so that Biden can get on that phone and go, Epstein, is that you? Hey, Z, do they let you watch Willy Wonka movies? I like ears. They won't let me tell kids about their ears. Is this a win for us that now Biden's got a direct line to this guy? He can call him a dictator right to his face. He's got instant access to say stupid shit. Is Blinken going to be standing behind him at all times, making sure that he's not saying all sorts of stuff? And by the way, if you're running, if we, if you're wondering if we won in these uh, negotiations, uh, apparently the big concession that we got from China uh, is a possibility of pandas in our zoos, and that uh, China will start cracking down on illegal fentanyl. That's not a win. So th- they could have been doing that the whole time. Like, that's what you got to do. It's like the old opium thing that I remember learning about in school. You got to poison some other country. And then at some point you come to the negotiating table and you're like, all right, we'll, uh, we'll stop poisoning you guys as much if you give us all these other things that we we're looking for. You make an investment over here and uh, we'll tone down our poisoning of you. So those are the wins that we've got. There's a possibility of pandas. Uh, Biden's got a direct line of communications so that he can be a dumbass 24-7 in his communications with Z. And then uh, lastly, you might see less fentanyl I don't know how the fentanyl, how does the Chinese people working with the Mexicans to fentanyl up the drugs? I don't know how that whole situation's working, but apparently they're going to work to reduce it. All right, and now we've got, I don't know if you realize this, they're keeping it under wraps. They don't want people to know how old Biden is, but apparently it's his birthday. And uh, since it's his birthday, uh, I think we should take a moment and celebrate a man who still hasn't died on a flight of stairs. This guy is actually undefeated against his arch nemesis. If you count up the vacation days, what, he's got 382 vacation days. That's got to be like at least 600 matches. And, you know, experts were long expecting a steep fall of battered limbs, legs like Joe Namath, and gravity just turning Biden into a human slinky where you have to wonder why there are stairs that even go this long How many times can a guy fall down them and how many bones can possibly crack but no this man has turned 82 and he has yet to die in a staircase and so for that i salute you mr joe biden isn't it wild how many vacation days these guys take it's three he takes 382 vacation days and then on top of that it doesn't even include like flying to france that you could have fancy dinners with macron and his old mom looking wife Like those don't even count in the vacation day docket is all the places that you go to have like the fake dinners whatever happened like to the rest of us that have our jobs where we got to stay at home and pretend like we're working all the time that's what having a job is no one actually works at your job your whole job is pretending like you're doing more than you're doing and then being stressed out about the fact of whether or not the optics are in place that make it appear like you're actually getting your job done that's what having a job is nobody works 40 hours a week nobody works 20 hours a week What you do is you jerk off a whole bunch and you pretend like you were getting work done and that you couldn't do it because you had to talk to that guy who's waiting on the file from this guy who's got to go to this guy. You got to follow up with that person. That's the whole stress of having a job is collecting a paycheck while having to actually constantly day in, day out, clock in and figure out how you're going to fill those hours at a day job pretending like you actually have work to do while you're there. The indignity of these people to work the presidency and just take vacations right in our face. That's what I would do if I was president. I would go, you know what? I'm going to do something unlike any other president before me. I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to go to work. That's what I'm going to do. Listen, if you're out there and you're on a a team and you win a championship, I'd like to take this moment to congratulate you now. What you did is incredible. I feel inspired by your story. We're not having dinner. Who becomes president so that they could spend their entire time doing social functions and eating dinner? Firstly, how are these people not fatter? I question that. I question how these people are, are they all on Ozempic, that they can fly around the world all the time eating fancy meals and they're not all fat fucks, or or they don't have glyphosate and whatever other bullshit that they were putting in our food, it's like the same way they didn't actually give themselves mRNAs, They 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 ain't stuffing all their bread with fake chemicals and shit, but anyways, let's move on, uh, Oh, this was a fun moment with, uh, with Joe Biden. If you're wondering how he's doing it, his 82 birthday. So he's out and he's and he has that little moment and that's a good job. We all know a poop shuffle. You know, there you got the poop team coming outside going, yep, we salute you, sir. Good luck, good luck going in there. That's, that's why these social functions suck. You know, we've all had a moment where you got you to gotta shuffle indoors. You realize you're not quite sure if you're going to make it. And that's a rough place to be in when you when you're having that moment at 82 years old every door you walk into you're just trying not to shit your pants and people got to stand to the side you're like just get out of the fucking way all right and now we, I, we got some actual coming up uh oh congratulations to demented ringo star beetle haircut austin powers for the win look at this guy oh and everyone was saying In our elections you know these Mises caucus people they need to use nicer language coming out here and using language like that is undignified now I don't can't say I know everything about uh about the politics of South America and I can't say that I know to what extent this guy is or isn't an actual libertarian I don't know nothing from nothing but you know what I like I like that this guy had the balls to fucking sell the philosophy I'm seeing these clips, and first, he's got a lot of energy. I would like to know what kind of amphetamines he's taken, or if you have a wife this hot and you can blow nuts in her, and 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 other people all the time. Maybe that's what gives you youthful energy. I don't know. How this guy has as much energy. I say that as I pace around and yell every single episode. Guy doesn't have more energy than me. You want to you want to compete with me to see who has more energy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Newly Minted President. If there's one thing I can't complain about other people for, it's the amount of energy that they put in to to their speeches. Uh, but anyways, what I liked about this guy is he seemed to sell the libertarian philosophy in a way that we rarely see. More often than not, even me, when I get into these debates, I'm willing to hear people out and then I'm willing to kind of skirt around it and dodge and weave and try and pretend. But this guy, he definitely had that straight line of thinking and just pegging what he thought was terrible about the state and why that's killing people. And uh, for that, I thought it was very refreshing. Firstly, I think it's a promising thing uh, that a libertarian message could could win out. I think it's cool that it wasn't done with this meek, hey, we have to be nicer to people. And if you're not an anti-racist, blah, 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 horseshit, bullshit, whatever. I think the fact that the guy had a foul mouth and he shoved it down people's throats, fucking rules. And uh, here's where I see a pathway to a win. And once again, I know nothing about this i don't know how the guy won i don't know how into freedom he's going to be i don't know the politics behind the scene i know nothing from nothing here but i would think that uh, argentina used to be a very wealthy country and uh, i think they used to export a lot of oil and uh, i think they've been on the u.s bad side for a while and they haven't been able to do so i see some good synergy here that uh the u.s they like customers for their dollar and so if you get a whole country going hey we're going dollars as our currency Firstly, if your current currency is so bad and your country is so corrupt, uh, I, 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 as much as we hate the inflation here and we hate what's going on with our dollar, for a country that's an even bigger mess being tied to our dollar, could I, I could see how that's a win. I could see how maybe our Federal Reserve and our central bank is not as much of a mess and as inflationary as yours, so at least you're tied to us. And so, you know, in a perfect world, I guess you'd be tied to a gold, you'd be working with a Bitcoin, but I could at least see if your country's that big of a mess, it's a win to move from your shitty currency that uh, you guys can look up how hyperinflated their currency has been since over the last 20 or 30 years. I could see how that's a win and I could see how the U.S. would end up wanting to work with them because, you know, that that's, that's paying tribute to the king. The U.S. government go, wow, your whole country is going to work off our dollars and we can start exporting our inflation to you and we can make sure that there's more demand for our product. That's pretty good. You know, you have these BRICS people and they're talking about a gold currency, but you're willing to take our shit. Fuck yeah. And then, you know, maybe just off of that, throwing a little freedom in there, reselling oil. Maybe the country turns around or at least starts to see improvements and then maybe the world actually becomes educated to, hey, this freedom thing actually works. And now a bunch of you guys might be saying, hey, these people that rule above us, they can't possibly showcase freedom working, but stepping into the thing and going, hey, listen, I know you guys need some oil and I know you, pe- you need people who are uh, going to be accepting and uh, boosting the usage of these dollars, that might be enough that might be enough brought to the table that the overlords go, you know what? We'll work with you. And so in that, I see this and I go, Hey, pretty fucking cool. I look forward to it. And, uh, just for anyone who is unfamiliar, uh, with the, with the Millie, Miley, Millie, Lily, Lily, in Argentina, here's a uh, here's a direct quote, shove the state in your fucking asshole, the fucking cunt of your fucking mother. You know what? I wipe my ass with the state. You see, there you go. There you go. For everyone who thinks that we just need to be more polite if we're going to win people over and all right, sure. Maybe the situation isn't as dire in the United States as it is down there. And maybe our woke people just need a kinder and softer message. But for everyone who's so obsessed with the idea that it's just about us being nice and, and placating to liberals, uh, at least in this regard, and I think Donald Trump's victory as well, go fuck yourselves. A hat worn by Napoleon sold for $2.1 million in an auction of the French Emperor's belongings. I got to wear more stupid clothing. That's all I had on that. All right, let's take a couple comments, and then uh, I want to talk Thanksgiving for a second here. Where's my mouse? Where's my mouse? All right, what do we got going on? We got Vanessa. I've come to the conclusion Biden is a total gangster, and he's putting the old man shit on. Vanessa, I've considered this myself. I've considered if possibly when he starts to get in trouble, he's already playing stupid now. So when he goes, I don't remember, I don't know. Everyone just kind of lets him off for you know whatever his ruse was. Uh, Air Joe, half a blue collar jobs is browsing at 7-Eleven. I can agree with that uh, Dr. Meatblood. I love it. And junior porch tour in Argentina. I'd be down. It's a long ass flight. So, you know, we'd have, we'd have to, we'd have to put together a whole bunch of porches, but it could be exciting. Uh, all right, let's take a moment because I came across this in my feed from, uh, Phoenix ammunition. Uh, they are a sponsor of the show. And, uh, this just got me thinking because, you know, they were getting into, how you should argue with your family in regards to uh gun control you got some liberals at your at your meal they want to talk about gun control Phoenix ammunition comes in and this is before we get into the January 6th stuff you know pay tribute to the sponsor that won't sell guns it won't sell bullets won't sell nothing to the government only sells it to you civilian militia safe for YouTube Phoenix ammunition anyways uh, you know, they were making their suggestions for, you know, how to have these conversations. And they, the first technique that they bring to the table is pretty good, which is you need someone else to start up with you. Cause once someone else starts up with you they open up the door, you're going to finish that fight. You don't start fights, but you can finish the fight. But I think what you got to do is you got to show up with your firearm, put it down on the table and goes, yeah, who wants, who's got an opinion? Who wants to talk about this? Anyways, I've, uh, I'm trying to go into my Thanksgiving meal with, uh, 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 hoping not to get into any arguments. I've already argued with all my family members over the Israel stuff already. I've given everybody a hard time about everything. And I've become that person where slowly as I get drunker, I decide who do I want to pick a fight with on what topic. And then I just chew their ear off. And you know what? You don't have to do that. I learned that because one time I remember I actually picked up a, a lady's number in New York city. Lady was gorgeous real goofball personality, very sarcastic. Uh, I think she was my age. It was probably like 10 years ago or so. And uh, I was reading David Stockman's book, The Great Deformation at that time. And uh, I wasn't hanging out with uh, Dave Smith as much. I wasn't podcasting. I was just doing comedy. And I had all these ideas floating around in my head. And I went on this date with this lady and I ruined her evening. I told her everything about the Fed. I told her the problems with the bailouts on the banks. I really just... She was just there trying to have a drink and maybe figure out how to not sleep with me. She was just trying to have a nice evening. And I just tried to download all this information onto her for no reason. I've learned my lesson. That's why you podcast. That's why you do all these other things is that you don't have to ruin people's days with information that they're not going to register anyways. And you know what? Thanksgiving is a good holiday. You get to sit around, you get to eat pie, you get to drink in the morning. My family does it like in the afternoon so you can do more Thanksgivings. That's the way we do it. It's a, it, it's basically a pre-party for other Thanksgivings, except I overdo it, take a nap and then wake back up and get back after it. But the point is you could just sit down and just enjoy people's company, which I'm not going to do. I can promise you at some point I'll get drunk and I'll start up with my relatives because uh, that's the that's where I'm at in life. That's, that's what I, you know, cause I don't have a, like, usually what will temper you is some lady and girlfriend be like, please don't get into a fight with the other relatives or, you know what I mean? Like, that's usually what does it, but no, I'm still single. I'm showing up alone. And then everyone else is handicapped by the fact that they're there with the significant other who will temper their emotions in a fight. But I don't have that. So anyways uh phoenix ammunition coming in with uh winning strategies for how to argue with your relatives about gun control if you're not familiar with phoenix ammunition.com go check out the website They're official sponsor of the run your mouth podcast you guys will like them because they only sell bullets to consumers like you they ain't selling no bullets to the law enforcements and they got the good stuff whether or not you're uh you're doing competition shooting or whatever you're up to phoenixammunition.com all right now oh it's actually phoenixammo.com good thing i just said phoenix ammunition 14 times it's phoenixammo.com do i have to do it 14 times to like undo the the, the 14 times phoenixammo.com very simple people all right let's get into some of the uh, january 6 footage i don't know if you guys have already seen all of this stuff before Um, one of the biggest bombshells, if I wanted to get right into it, not tease you, not waste your time, not tell you that bigger and better things are coming. You just wait till the end of the episode and your hair is going to regrow back. No, let's get right into it. Here was the biggest bombshell is he got some guy, and seemingly he's dressed like a protester, can't even see his eyeballs. Basically looks like Mitch McConnell going out to shovel him like a snowstorm. But this guy, he's wearing the MAGA hat. He's got his big puffy coat. You can't see anything from his face. And it appears like he uh, walks up to you know a checkpoint or something and flashes a badge. Now, I can't actually see the guy's badge. For all I know, they responded to him and said, don't worry, we're letting everybody in. The FBI door-opening unit just came through, so you know you don't have to show us your badge. But in terms of uh, potential bombshells, we've seen multiple times that F.B.A. Chris Ray and all these people have come in front of Congress. Hey, can you tell us that there were no agents on the ground? It's part of an ongoing investigation. I can't answer that question. I don't know. Tell me blah blah blahs. Anyways, this appears to be video of a fellow walking up and flashing a badge. Now, I can't actually see the guy's badge number. He might just be pulling, like, the Jim Carrey, like, it's okay, I'm a limo driver. I don't know what the guy's showing to him. um, But it does look as if there was a fellow, uh, at least one, who is pretty clearly an agent. Um, Next up, we have uh, this cop. um, And now some of the footage that was making its rounds around Twitter yesterday was not from the security footage. Um, but nevertheless, it seems to showcase a different story than domestic terrorism's converged onto uh, the Capitol in order to take it over and make sure that um, Donald Trump didn't step down and remained in office. So here you got an officer running up to the barricade, and oh yeah, flagging oh the Come on in, We're going. We're going, guys. Oh no. Everything's on sale. Stores open. It's Black Friday at the Capitol building. All right, next video. We've got, um, this guy who, uh, you might've already been referred to this as, uh, at, by wherever I found this on Twitter, but I like this guy's energy. I call him Mr. I told you so. And I bet there was footage of this guy all day where he goes, how come there aren't fixed barricades out here? Or why is it that that guy's waving everyone inside? He knows we're not supposed to be in this building. Or why is Nancy Pelosi and all these senators fake running? You know, if I said that you should show up to your uh, your meals with a scroll who can keep a permanent record well, having this guy on staff to run around all day and yell at cops exactly what you would never see in the news. Because remember, everyone out there is a domestic terrorist. Well here is Mr. I told you so, who uh, hopefully I'd like to see this guy through all events of world history. Let's give it a watch. This happened. Why haven't you called for backup? Where is your backup? This is our damn Capitol building. And y'all are letting it get destroyed on your watch. Fuck all of y'all. Call for backup. Get some help down here. And if they don't want to give you fucking backup, they obviously don't give a shit about you. Call for some backup and get some help. This happened. But remember, everyone out there was a violent, Insurrectionists. Then there was another video where you got the, uh, uh, the, the, a wave of pro- protesters, not even protesters, just people walking through the building and the cop looking like when in a movie, like one of the, uh, like Jurassic Park movies, they're trying to get some dinosaur back into its kid. Ca- here, boy, here, boy, come on, boy, come on, boy. Just showing them right down the hallway for, I guess, wherever the next camera is going to be. All right. And then I think there was one more, which is, um, Listen, like I've said, hopefully someone will actually sift through all these videos. We'll get some more cohesive storylines of showing up to the gate, being at the gate. When the doors were first being opened, who were the people that opened the doors? The people who are currently in jail, did they engage in any violence or did they just follow the crowds inside? Were they being waved inside by cops? These are the kind of questions that are going to be fascinating. But. And once again, it's odd to me that this doesn't appear to be security footage. This doesn't seem to be new security footage, but it's all stuff that I hadn't previously seen. But this was uh, within a Zero Hedge article. They were showcasing that the crowds did not seem to storm the building or engage in violence until uh, the cops seemed to uh, start firing I, I don't know if that's a paintball or if it's rubber bullets and then uh, tear gas or otherwise, which might be a reasonable response. You're hanging out at the Capitol building and you got all these people hopped up on Donald Trump saying, we're going to protest and we're going to stay hanging outside the building. Maybe you do got to clear them out, but it certainly looks from this video, like the co- crowd was mainly cr- calm and not engaging in violence until maybe, uh, the cops started to stir it up. Let's give it a watch. I have given warnings about chemical munition. I need the lesson. I also, I don't know where the sound is coming from in boy. this. It does Bunch, almost seem Bunch, like an overdub and post. Bunch. The wrong. Hey, walk up what to the front of the fucking line. Come here. It's called us call James. Let's show this they It's uh, oh, 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 disgusting. God. Looks like uh, Jacob. You gotta turn around. Uh, we need more fucking uh, munitions. Let's go! Fucking shoot it! Go! Shoot! Shoot! We're up here. we to get US, through the USA, 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 USA. USA on our watch. Yep, they're deploying flashbangs on us. All right. And then last one, which was, uh, reported online. Um, and I think highlights the, uh, travesty of the way that the individuals were treated was, uh, that fell in the red. This is as what was reported on Twitter. I, I I don't know. I'm just, if you didn't spend hours watching random things on Twitter, you had this guy seemingly calmly walking through the building, police escort to his side, uh, you know, doesn't seem to be engaging violence I don't know how he got into the building just looks like a nice normal dude and they got him to plead guilty and then after he pled guilty as reported online they pulled a dirty trick that said actually we're going to charge you with the domestic terrorism clause now to me, that's some bad lawyering on your side of, hey, I'll plead guilty, but I need to know all the variables. That's a very cop thing. It's like, listen, you're going to be in more trouble unless you work with me. So why don't you just admit to it and then I can help you out? And then you admit to it and they go, all right, now we're throwing the book at you because that was the one piece of information that I needed. You need that plea deal in writing. I don't know why a lawyer wasn't able to help him out, but as reported online, the guy pled guilty. They told him he was going to be charged as a domestic terrorist. Because clearly this was all planned. This was on the level of, you know, an Osama bin Laden. Cops weren't opening doors or firing into the crowd. There was no Antifa involvement. There was no Nancy Pelosi involvement. There was no no involvement by anybody. And these were clearly domestic terrorists who, if they were allowed to live out their lives, would do nothing else but to plan more domestic terrorist attacks. And so we need for them to be in jail. I don't even think they should be allowed out of jail. That's what I think. I think if you had someone who was a domestic terrorist and you put him in jail for 10, years, you think he's going to sit there and just think about what he did and change his mind? No, he's going to be more vengeful than ever. Anyways, when he found that out, apparently he he killed himself. Uh, And I'm sure that's not the only story like that. And so hopefully we'll get more footage. We'll get more faces to names. We'll see exactly what people were doing from start to finish when they were in there and what kind of prosecution they received. We'll see what individuals engaged in violence that were never even prosecuted. Uh, And maybe the American public will actually become aware of the fact that the elites will lie to us, they'll try and drum up fear, and they will engage in whatever they can so that they can do things like say, hey, there's this deadly virus, you all have to stay home and have COVID passports, or hey, We can't have freedom because it will end up with domestic terrorists. And hopefully the people that, uh, um, the people with the, you know, who did that whole fucking January 6th commission hearing, uh, you know, maybe they'll have to actually answer for this. All right. Let's take a couple comments based. Well, the music you played when you read out the topics of the day returned, I like the news drop. I like the news drop as, as well. And the answer is I have about, I have a pretty expensive, amount of equipment that's not really being used in the show right now, uh, which uh, hopefully in the near future, you know, we're gonna, I keep I keep teasing improvements that never happen, except I feel like the content and show flow and the, the bits have gotten better. Um, I do think that there's still a lot of room for improvement on the production. And yes, I feel like the music is kind of what made that bit work. Uh, I want the whole thing, here's what I wanna do. I want this show that if you never heard of it, you never saw the thing, It looked like any other news show, except it's in the way that we do it. And then every once in a while, we'll completely change the green screen to change the temperature of the show. And, yes, more news drops and all that stuff. We'll get there. You just got to throw it out into the world. Keep getting sponsor money. Keep getting people listening, and uh, good things will happen. But, you know, you guys do your part. Share with your friends. Uh, rate review subscribe come up for the live shows and that kind of stuff go a little zero edge is the only news source I even go to anymore very based on them to have Dave on there to gas loomer live brutal all right next topic what do we got oh yeah before we do uh guys join my army speaking of making improvements join my army go to nado shaveco.com holiday season it's time to go down with Big Shave and join the Run Your Mouth Revolution. Shave it bald, people. Shave join the Run Your Mouth Bald battalion of anti-MRNA freedom loving lovers with uh you know with the with the premium swimmers. You show up to your holiday meal with the shaved head and people go, Hey, you got cancer? And you're like, No, I stopped being a pussy. That's what I stopped doing. And, you know, if you want to start shaving your head or whatever other area you're into shaving and you're using these shitty plastic Bic razors, you're getting the things with the four, or five, and the not-good razors, that's the reason why they got to shove so many razors into the thing is because they're all bad razors. You only need one good razor. You're using those, you end up with the nips. he ends up with the little scrapes. You end up with the ingrown things. You end up with the situations where you got to be like, hey, that's not an STD. I'm just, I was, I, I went, I, I, I panicked and I went to CVS. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to groom it down there and so I bought one of these razors and the the four of the razors, they didn't nick me but when I got to that fifth razor and it put that nick in there and I promise you whatever's oozing out of that is just from the big razor. You don't want to be having those kind of conversations. No, what you want to do is join the Robbie the Fire Bald Battalion of bald men with premium swimmers who don't live in fear based off of government propaganda and the way you do that is by taking down Big Shave and you go to nado, Shave, N- N- nado shaveco.com use promo code RYM, you get 15% off quality razors. You don't need the plastic stuff. They got pricing good enough that it beats that plastic garbage you're picking up at CVS. And you get to support quality content like this and not the people that are uh, boycotting you know, Twitter and other places because they hate you. All right, a uh, couple news topics left. Earth likely briefly passed critical warming threshold on Friday. So good news—we don't have to worry about global warming anymore, guys. You know, like when you finally, uh, like just get fat enough, you give up, or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's not the best example, but I'm just saying, it's over. Maybe it's like when you get that cancer that they're like, listen, there's nothing we can do for you. So you might as well go to Vegas and do some Molly. You know, maybe that's where it's like, that was the better example. So just go back in time, forget the fat thing. Cause there's always chance for improvement and you never want to give up in life. But when it comes to global warming, we already did it. So you might as well, people at this point, you might as well enjoy your carbon because it's over. Um, this is fun. Companies push back on Biden's effort to eliminate junk fees. Oh my God. Talk about being a slippery fucking lawyer. How do you how do you even try and defend this one here's how our junk fees are helping out the consumers how do you possibly do that so here's 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 already part of what they're spinning is uh because by the way these companies with their fucking fees it's unbelievable like i even had last week uh, i was in uh washington dc and i was impressed i was like oh my god they're only charging me 15 bucks for parking i felt like a winner that i was being charged for parking it's like i'm already staying at the hotel and you know i have to park here why, why isn't that just included in the room rate? And then I saw that with Hilton's in the middle of nowhere, they started charging you 30 bucks for parking. It's like, dude, We're not in the city. Like, I get it. If you're in a city center, I understand it. You charge me for parking. If you're going to go get a hotel in New York City, they're going to charge you for parking. And guess what? The charge for parking makes sense because there's a lot of people that don't need the parking. So it would make more sense that if you're going to park the car, it's going to be an add-on. You're in a city center, you can expect it. But you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere and there's some big parking lot and there's no reason to charge for parking and you start charging me for parking... That's not cool. And you know what's even more not cool is when you tell me, "Hey, it's 15 bucks." And I go, "Oh, wow. That's a steal." I kind of like this Sheridan. And then I look at my uh, my bill 3 months later and it was actually 30 bucks. And I've, you know I'm not going to call you up over this. There should be like much bigger fines like the way in in in, in grocery stores, they say if like uh, something rings up at higher than the thing, I think you get it for free or whatever. Like they, they should force these companies to compensate you for your time of like, and I, it should be like the rates of a lawyer. Like, however, how much time I have to spend on hold, if I turn out to be right and you have to refund me my money, you got to pay me for the fucking time or whatever your job is. If you work at McDonald's and you make uh, 20 bucks an hour uh, for now until they replace you from, by, with a robot. But if you're making 20 bucks an hour and then you got to spend an hour on hold, that's 20 bucks. If you're a lawyer, you get a thousand dollars an hour. If I got to spend a thousand dollars on your fucking hold system, you're going to pay me a thousand dollars. Because uh, otherwise, it's like they got no incentive not to just try and sneak everything past you and go, "Oh, it was my fault." Or maybe I got to get into the into the uh, declining stuff on the credit card game. Maybe that's the way that you get back at them is you put it on them to prove to your credit card company that they weren't being fraudulent. But anyways, fees suck. And you know, I'm excited to see how are they possibly going to be able to rework this, or maybe just maybe they need like a service like Rent a cairn where you get some at the end of the month. You know, you go over your credit card bill with someone who's actually ferocious, and then goes after all these people. All right. Anyways, so I'm curious to know how the lawyers are possibly going to spin this one. Companies push back on Biden's efforts to eliminate junk fees. FTC junk fees have cost Americans tens of billions in unexpected costs. Biden's mission, ban junk fees, require companies to show full cost up front. I like that. Just give me the number. Just let me know what it is. You know, don't don't charge me for a plane ticket and then just sit on the runway because he can't afford to run the plane, Spirit Airlines. Don't tell me I'm going to have internet and then just shut it down for a couple days optimum. Just give me what the actual price will be. And then give me the actual service don't give me uh you drank in a bar here's your cup fee or hey here was your plate of food but there's a five percent thing on top of the 45 percent that we're going to request that you tip our waiter so lobbying groups limit on fees could decrease customer rewards i love that if we got rid of the fees we couldn't give customer who gets the customer rewards. the richest people this is like right out of uh louis ck had a great bit um, where, you know, he's at the bank. I'm going to ruin the bit, but you guys can go look it up. He's at the bank and they tell him like his, uh, you know, <laughs> what was it? Like his, uh, funds were inefficient. he goes like, I agree. My funds are grossly inefficient. And then the bank goes here. Well, we're going to take your $8 and we're just going to give it to this rich person. That's what they're talking about here. They're going to hit you with fees so that the people who are already flying in first class can get more benefits or the people that are less annoyed by this shit and will sit down and actually work through a point system and put in for rewards. W- w- the only way that they can get more rewards is if we can, uh, all the suckers that come through here and are aggravated from the second they come in from the second that they leave and they're disorganized and so they end up spending more money because they get progressively more pissed off while they're at the airport. We're gonna, we have to milk them for everything that we can so that we can give it more to the people that already are calm, use the point systems, Like, we have the luxury room for our first-class passengers, and the only way that we can stock that with the more high-end champagne is if we can have fees on the passengers who you know, barely could afford their trip home to their family and their bag is one pound overweight. Or we know that every other airline has 50 pounds for the bag, but we make it 40 pounds, and then we charge you a fee of, that's way more than what an extra bag would be. An extra bag is 30 bucks, but we're charging you $100 if you're one pound over, because the only way that we can possibly do that, the only way that we can possibly afford the better champagne in our luxury lounge is if we're squeezing everything out of the suckers. Here was another line that i like this airline lobbyists said it could cause confusion and that baggage fees baggage fees and other charges have very few complaints so what gets more complaints if the fees aren't what people are complaining about i'd love to see that in congress all right fine if you're telling me that there's bigger issues bigger fish that we could be frying in terms of what the airline's doing that's evil can you tell me what the more evil things are yeah, yeah okay just out of curiosity. So what do they get more complaints about? Is it telling people that flights are happening that aren't happening? Is it long lines for trying to rebook your flights? What is it that people are, what what are we overlooking here when we're saying that we're going to try and fix the fee things? What is it that you guys are doing that's even worse? All right, and just a a couple quicks because, uh, as you know, I share my vision, my dream for the show as we climb the mountain of better production, looking like a full-time news show, and uh, maybe even going daily, which, you know, some people are like, they feel like daily would be too much, but it won't be because instead of doing hours, it'll be like half hour. It'll be like the same thing, just uh, more consistently, and then you'll be able to tune in every time at the same time of day, and you'll know everything that happened, even if you don't necessarily have all the insights on it. So in that vein of just making sure you guys know all the news stories, even if I don't have an insight on it, here are things to note that I have zero understanding of. First, you got the Elon Musk lawsuit, which is kind of exciting. The story is he had one of these lobbying firms and uh, they rigged the algorithm. They faked the information. They went back to these uh, providers and said, look, you're advertising uh, uh, next to not nice content or whatever stupid horseshit. And so Elon Musk is going after them. That could be interesting. And then you had some sort of a thing at OpenAI where some dude working on AI is now going to Microsoft. I guess the deep state traded players to some different firm. I know nothing about it, but it was the other big news story of the day. So you should be aware that it happened. That is our show. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you to Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo, making things happen. Thank you to phoenixammo.com. Thank you to nodoshaveco.com. Thank you things are happening at Run Your Mouth Enterprises, December eighth and ninth i believe uh i'm gonna be back at the shell uh looking forward to that i got menu and Hart coming with me uh he's the absolute funniest person i know so you know come hang out and uh gonna be this weekend poughkeepsie new york with bk chris and dave smith always a good time and that's all i got i think that's the episode thanks for hanging out we will be back probably on wednesday with another episode. And then Friday again, good things happen. Thanks for hanging out. Have a great day. Later. Peace. Sayonara.